Good day and welcome to season 12 of Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And we will be bringing you an episode a day every day in October until we get to that long-awaited, highly anticipated holiday, Halloween. And staying in the essence of things, each episode will be a 10-minute review slash deep dive on the horror movies you love or love to hate. And for episode 124, we are going to be looking at an unlooked classic, a misguided horror in my opinion, but delivers the same atmosphere as straight and narrow horror does, and that is the 2004 horror thriller, The Village. Written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan and starring Joaquin Phoenix, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sigourney Weaver, William Hurt, Brandon Gleeson and Adrian Brody. Many consider The Village the start of the deterioration for auto-extravagant M. Night Shyamalan after his airtight principal three films, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable and Signs. I, however, disagree. I consider the captivating capacity for Night started dissipating probably after the happening. For me, The Last Airbender, After Earth, Split, Yes, Split, was the decline for me. I appreciate Glass, virtuously, from the homesickness of Unbreakable, but again, the characteristic flair that Knight had surrounding the millennium simply was not there. Now, was it because studios hampered or maybe his inspiration was running dry? We do not know. It, however, somewhat resurfaced in old, despite the film sputtering out in the third act, but that was an encouraging late surge of his career apparently reviving from the surface in old. And now again with blind eyes with Knock on the Cabin set to be released in 2023. Now, Shamlin tends to whitewash rationale in favour of mood, and he does have a skill where rationale or logic is irrelevant because the mood he is so eloquently distilled in his movies are very overpowering. Shyamalan shares some of his DNA with comic books, as he we evidently got from Unbreakable, but he has integrated the flesh and bones of comic book ingredients and merged them into his modern-day stories in all of his productions. The beauty of Night is his marriage he has ordained between realism and the supernatural, that somehow unite together in a way where the supernatural is almost mistaken for natural, since Night's juxtaposition with humanity is well implemented. With The Village, one could argue this film is a very cheap knockoff of The Sixth Sense, and not in terms of story, but in terms of climatic cinematic twists, something that Knight is now known for, like Tarantino is known for his obsession with long takes, mundane attractive dialogue and dirty bare feet. The Village does follow suit from the previous three in delivering a climatic twist that one could argue fizzles the second it is disclosed, but it is the sheer build-up to a number of story arcs that prove to be anticlimactic in nature. I do believe, though, the film is more than just two or three really big twists. What I believe many missed out is the heart of this movie, the humanity, like I mentioned before. The comic book style I said Knight incorporates almost childlike story arcs that actually fit nicely in Knight's jigsaw puzzle of horror. The idea of someone being dead the entire time has always been a side arc in Jack Kirby's comics before the big reveal, and at the end, he's indeed alive. In a sixth sense, that was just flipped the other way. Even though this particular idea was inspired by Are You Afraid of the Dark, it breathes violently some flavours of comic book narrative. Unbreakable itself is a comic book movie on its own, but it is critically released, was let down by the marketing. All they had to do to sell it was say on the poster or trailer, what if Superman was living amongst us and he didn't know he was Superman? A film with very few cuts, stoic career high performances and character-driven narrative demonstrated to be his best work. 
Sign plays the same weakness displayed in Unbreakable and absorbing it with the aliens in Sign, something innocuous to everyone but deadly to the antagonistic aliens. A certain resemblance to HG Wells' War of the Worlds with the Martians being defeated by bacteria where all weaponry fails. Sign even mimics a scene in the cold shoot from the HG Wells classic. So there was clear inspiration there, but the idea of something so unexpected being the weakness is again another comic book resemblance that reeks Stan Lee. And now with the village, we are in a diplomatic, inexperienced, ambiguous time with vague monsters that have no background but simply mentioned by the elders who simply know them as those we do not speak of. The vibrant colours blooming in this film is directly rescinded from the narrative as treacherous and destructive. The contrast of yellow and red in this film is charmingly staged in one location in this movie. The DNA of comics is very evident again in his fourth straight film, where the film pays subtle attention to a beast that should be left alone in the forest that surrounds their entire community. Knight even mentions that he took inspiration from King Kong, a community living in fear of a predatory creature. The other inspiration the film took was with Weathering Heights, two contrast of a film. The latter was for the period drama, and it was also meant to be called The Woods, but MGM had a film called that exact same thing coming out in 2006. See, the tranquil, enigmatic village pays its due to authenticity as everyone shown in the movie is real. 11 weeks to build the set, 300 extras playing background townspeople, and the actors themselves going through a 19th century boot camp. Now, for a film that was considered the most hated by world-renowned movie critic, the late Roger Ebert, I do not believe he is necessarily being fair in terms of what the village represents in terms of conveyance and themes, and the horror elements it unlocks in an ingenious monster movie. The genre Knight creates is cherry-picking from different trees and intentionally making a whole new genre from the foundations of a horror. James Newton Howard's menacing score gives us the reassurance needed that Knight is not letting go of the hands of horror just yet, but has completely created a mood of its own with the community where the monster literally appears only in colours and in sound, something that is extremely effective as we know from Spielberg's only true horror film, Jaws. Without giving away the plot, the film is a realistic depiction of true horror and the nature of humanity at its worst. The film articulates a society trying to survive from the horrors of what they know and trying to impregnate the same fear to the enclosed populations with talks of a supposed beast that has made a pact with the locals that they are not to enter the woods and they will not enter the village. The nature of the monster is irrelevant. The nature of the genuine message is cloaked in elements of horror and facade, but the motive of the people's intentions when revealed is loosely gift-wrapped with honesty, best intentions and heart. Knight doesn't shy away from the cinematic aspects. He has moments to play with to his fans and he is also experimenting with the platforms he has established for himself with his last three movies. Roger Deakins, the Coen brothers' main man behind the camera, is at the help with Knight's vision with his picturesque place visions on the trees and angles to vamp up the, the terror and the unnerving empty space is never lost in the scared minds of the audience. The concept follows many parallels to old stories, both familiar and unfamiliar, conventional and inconceivable, and this is where Knight prevails. His attention to detail in outlining his key message, like he does in Signs. Signs isn't a film about aliens, but it's a film about faith. Unbreakable isn't a film about a superhero, but a film about finding yourself. The Sixth Sense isn't a film about the afterlife, but it is in fact a film about love and unresolved. And here again in his fourth film, Knight disguises his key message with the horror elements, something that people never get tempted to do because of how the audience would react to their unfulfilled expectations of a horror movie being slashed at the finish line for a bigger message.
The same thing is happening again with Jordan Peele. The establishment of his debut film Get Out is on par with The Sixth Sense for different reasons, but his latest two have been slashed by critics. If you have the platform, then use it again to deliver something unique, something original. And this is exactly what both Peele and Knight have both done and will probably continue to do. The Village, just watch Scooby-Doo or Little Red Riding Hood. What did we learn? Don't go wandering into the woods on your own. And from Scooby-Doo, the real monsters in this world are people. Anyway, that's all I have time for with The Village, something I think people should go see and seek. And if they haven't seen it, it delivers a bone-chilling suspense at the same time, just minutes later, with emotional, driven mortality bestowed at the film centre. Anyway, please give me a follow on Instagram, that's Film Exploration AH, or lowercase or one word, and drop me a uh, comment or subscribe to me on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. And you can listen to me on my podcast uh, for tomorrow. So stay tuned for season 12, where I'll be bringing you an episode a day every day in the spirit of Halloween. But for now, thank you for listening to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. Nothing can break me down.